0: Hello everyone and welcome to JazzCast, the number one podcast for your Utah Jazz. Um, It's me, Duncan, your host here as always. Uh, Welcome to our game four preview. Um, As you all know, we unfortunately saw another loss by our Utah Jazz in Game Uh, 3, a hard-fought battle back in the SLC. Gordon Hayward did his best, contributing 40 points. Uh, Unfortunately though, the team ran into Chris Paul's incredible second half and was unable to come out with the victory. Uh, Game 4 is tonight, and hopefully they'll be taking the series back to Los Angeles tied at two games apiece. Uh, with a preview and look ahead we first have as always a clip from coach Quinn Snyder all our clips are provided by Nba.com slash jazz slash video thanks as always for your continued partnership with the jazz cast and here's coach snyder with his uh, upcoming look at game four so there's got to be and you know, we've got to control that um, better than we did um, you know we'll be more I think more prepared for that just even in, in terms of you know, recognizing that situation. Um, And And right on the money as always, Coach Schneider there. Um, Just going to go ahead and jump right into our Game 4 predictions, kind of jumping off of uh, that point that Coach Schneider made. Um, We'll definitely need to see more heroics from Gordon as he's the heartbeat of this team and as he goes, the team goes. Um, Also we're going to need the guards to step up and play hard in order to combat uh, Chris Paul and hopefully avoid seeing a similar second half that he had in Game 3. Uh, at, at the end of the day it really is going to come down to getting the ball in the hoop on offense and keeping it out of the hoop on defense. Also just wanted to point this out uh, there is going to be free popcorn vouch- vouchers given to the first five thousand fans to tonight's game um, not that you needed me to tell you but be sure to arrive early to the Vivint Smart Home Arena so you can get that popcorn and fill up your bellies uh, so you have plenty of energy to cheer on our Utah Jazz. And last but certainly not least, we have our fan fiction section of the program. Uh, Fan fiction, as everyone knows, is the portion of the program where you, the listeners, get to send in stories about fun times you've imagined having with our Utah jazz players um, in our great state. And today's fan fiction was sent in to us by Shannon from Park City. Uh, thanks for sending it in, Shannon. And if you have a fan fiction you'd like to send in, uh, remember that you can send them into jazzcastpodcast at gmail.com. And that being said, here is Shannon's story It isn't a real Friday night until someone is doubled over laughing. That was the motto my tight knit group of friends, which happened to include Senator Derek Favors have lived by since we were all in high school. The Friday Funnies, a nickname given to us by our parents, made sure at the end of every week we took time to celebrate and acknowledge the sillier sides of life. Whether it be by pulling pranks, quoting hilarious movies, or telling a simple knock-knock joke, every Friday always ended up being full of fun and friendship, often with Derek being the Pied Piper leading us all to the land of non-stop laughter. This week's edition of The Funnies led us to the Egyptian Theater on Main Street in the heart of our hometown, Park City, where they were hosting a stand-up comedy night. There were three incredible acts, two local up-and-comers who had a wide range of witty observations from the crazy things that happen when we're in relationships, the current political climate, which is already pretty absurd without having to add any jokes, and how great food is. The headlining performance was by Jeremy Flagenship. Park City's most popular mime, performing his tribute to the legendary Marcel Marceau in a piece he titled, Suite des Mime." As Jeremy took the stage, we waited with bated breath for our funny bones to be tickled with the finest performance physical comedy had to offer. Jeremy opened with a classic pratfall gag, continuously falling over and over, never successfully getting himself upright. As the crowd was nearing falling out of their chairs themselves, Suddenly the backing music started to skip, breaking the illusion of us peeking in on the slice of life we were observing. Jeremy, clearly frustrated, stormed off the stage, as you could tell his spirit had been shattered by the technical glitch, with no immediate solution in sight. Derek appeared immediately to have a eureka moment, and looked at me saying, Are you thinking what I'm thinking? To which I replied, Hey, they don't call us the Utah Jazz for nothing. That is when Derek ran backstage, and I can only imagine assembled his oboe in record time. And the next thing we knew, Jeremy was back out on stage accompanied by some of the sharpest and zaniest jazz tunes our ears had ever heard. As we gasped for breaths between laughing fits, I finally understood being a member of the Utah Jazz isn't just a job, it's a way of life. Wow. Thank you so much, Shannon. What a great tale. Um, That tickled my funny bones. I can tell you that. Uh, We got a nice hearty laugh here in the studio, and I'm looking forward to the game tonight. Uh, As always, if you have any questions, comments, or want to talk jazz, feel free to email us at jazzcastpodcast at gmail.com, and go ahead and follow us on Twitter as well. We are at jazzcastpodcast. Until next time, thanks for listening, and go jazz!